Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Chris Talks. This week, I'm interviewing Jawan Davis about his college life and pretty much how it goes with it and how's everything for him and why he decided to not start his own little business or anything like that and pretty much why he decided to chase his dreams and go to school. So let's get started. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey. So let's just start it off. Welcome back to another episode of Chris Talks. I'm here with <laughs> um Jawan or Wani the Sum Brother Afton's the others. <laughs> so this episode is a little different because he's not really like it's not that he's not doing something creative. He decided that he wants to go to school and he wants to study something. And he's studying, I believe, psychology, right? That's facts. So we're just going to talk a little bit about his co- like college life in general, how he feels about everything that's going on. And I'm going to just pretty much ask him a few questions about different things. And we're just going to go with the flow. Um, so just tell me what's college life like outside of the city? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh wait, wait! Before it, we even get into that, what are you studying? Let's just tell because the I audience am, doesn't know what you're studying. Well, right now I'm finishing my bachelor's in psychology. This is my last semester. Unfortunately, due to the virus, it's being cut abruptly, so I have to go back to the city in two days. But that's an that's an adjustment to make. Um, after this, I will be pursuing a master's in the city of mental health counseling to become a therapist, and later on down the line i will and hopefully if life allows it be pursuing a phd in psychology as well to be able to do some research and provide information in depth to the psychology field okay what's the original question (laughs) no you you answered it you answered it okay i was like wait that's on the tangent (laughs) no no you're good you're good but like, uh, so what made you pursue that out of everything, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, no worries at all. Um, well, my my quest for this kind of changed as time goes on. I guess they call that character development. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Originally, my thing was with psychology. I, I always read about it as a kid and I always found it so interesting and my dad at the time when we did talk um while he was he was while he was locked up he would always read books about it and tell me about it and that wasn't when my urge to learn it came from it came personally but that was just another thing that um it came through there was also a couple games i played as a kid that kind of like branched into the field talked about it you know Mm-hmm. did like little things here and there and I was just like oh this shit's pretty interesting like I'll never forget there was a game I played and it was just like the main protagonist just like gave tapes of just like psychology related type issues and dilemmas and I found that really interesting and that kind of like sparked it then it became as I went along I learned as we're doing right now um, a lot of people 
genuinely just like to talk and vent to me for whatever reason it may be from a young mm-hmm. person to now and it originally it was just um because i'll talk about this later it was just you know there's something high paying and it was something i knew i could do so it was kind of more for the money but as again more character development i guess as we got older um it became more of a personal thing but there was like as people came to me for help and asked me for this i genuinely enjoyed helping them too and i always it's never a person to really like ask for much from others just you know i always wanted to be that person to be there for somebody help somebody out you know give a helping mm-hmm. hand whenever i can don't and don't expect nothing in return and it's like i was like yo i could like i I fuck with this, you know, like this, this feels, this feels right. This feels like what I'm supposed to be doing. So yeah. that's when I was like, I really started like buckling down and really like looking into it and just be like, you know what? Therapy is, that's the life purpose for me right now. It's like, I got a lot of other goals and like projects I do want to do and talk about that later. But like, that's like, the, that's like the promise thing for me right there. Like having my own private practice and being able to um like give back and help people who deal with mental, mental illnesses or some people who just need to talk, you know? Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, how I grew up, it was mental illness, you know, anxiety, depression, anything like that was kind of just, you know, that was something you got over, you know, it was just like sign mm-hmm. of weakness. It was never something to be taken seriously where more than it, it definitely, that is definitely not the case. And it just felt wrong. And for so me, like, yeah, would you would you consider that like toxic masculinity in a way like oh, oh like you're not supposed to cry you're supposed to just man oh, up and deal with hell it. yeah my like, <laughs> man that is all that is all i fucking dealt with growing up it was just like mm-hmm. that it was like you can't do this you gotta be this and third and this will be bring come up later on it was just like you know as i tell people whenever they ask me about my family life i just you know as, as you you know this we've known each other like a decade now I come from a family of criminals from like mm-hmm. straight down the line and it's like you see they see me and I'm like doing all this other shit and it's like that and it's like well why are you doing this instead of not doing that and it was just like you know I just I didn't feel like that was the right thing to do I felt like you know me pursuing this getting away which we can talk about later and just like actually pursue this dream pursue these goals and like help others and give back as much as I can I felt like you know that's a better that's better than the streets because i've seen personally like you know streets will get you good in the long term but i mean excuse me the short term the long long term looking down starts to fuck you up and you can't it really limits yourself and exactly. i was i was never a person that wanted to be limited so it was just like you know it was i guess you could say it was an escape mm-hmm. i feel you like you know the funny thing about that like I, I saw it the other day and i was just like if I if I was to like sell drugs, right, mm-hmm. and like have the money for it, I could then like try to flip my money in the stock market right now at this point in like time. Facts. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, yo, I've been fucking up my whole life. Like, I could have <laughs> if like if drug dealers were to listen to me for like five minutes, like, yo, bro, whatever profit you got, I'm gonna double it for you, so you have a 401k at the end, of, like when you're about to retire, like or like when Facts. you get out of jail, bro. Just flip it. Just be like, I have the answers for you, my nigga. Like, don't worry. Just it's give like... me a few minutes. <laughs> Pull up the Chris talks. I'll give you the answers. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> but like, another thing about it is just like 
how do you, how do you feel like with like because you told me a little more about your background so mm-hmm. like do you feel like your family just doesn't want you to go to school or like some people in your family are like yo why are you going to school Oof. um ugh. Ugh. um you know that's kind of a it's kind of it's an interesting one because it's kind of like it was mainly support of it but not in the way that I thought it was it was kind of like oh he's going to college this time the third but then mm-hmm. it was kind of just like um it kind of became like oh well well he's gonna do this and then give to this time the third give us this time the third and I'm just like that is not that is nowhere near the reason why I'm doing this you know I'm not and which led to I guess a lot of like back turning with all of that shit it's just like mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing this for my own reasons I'm not like me going away me studying when I'm studying that was that was my own accord like they had no influence hell they had influence in me getting away like I would always tell family and parents I'm like yo the second I graduate high school I'm going away like there's, there's nothing there's absolutely zero you can do to stop this from happening yeah and uh, kind of, it kind of boils back to um something you always used to tell me when I was younger. Is just like you know, why are you not pursuing what you want to pursue? And you would always beat you beat this in my fucking head when I was younger. <laughs> um, but it was just like that. It was just like it was. I knew the best way to do this was just like get away. And it's just like you know, I miss I miss yeah, I miss my people down there. But it's like. And this, this is gonna, I'll answer that later. I'll answer this later, but it's like being going away was probably one of the best decisions I've made in my life. Not just for mm-hmm. school, but just like the different environment, you know? Mm. Explain that. Explain that a little more. Like, because, like, I'm assuming we're going from the city, which is like a lot of culture. You have a lot of different cultures. You have like Hispanic people. Mm. You have like you have like black people and then you have like white people but we most of the time like if you live like where we live at in the bronx in certain areas you don't really see a lot of like white people you see more blacks you see more hispanics and like let's say you you see a couple of like asian people every once in a while yeah but like you've never been in like in a in a real environment where like you're the real minority right yeah like, and... so like how was it going up there and so... being like surrounded by I mean, like this um when if when I, I i just have to bring this up because this dude is an amazing teacher um i i kept in contact with two teachers one both sides teachers and they have a very big impact on me they kind of like father figures to me which is something we'll talk about later but mm-hmm. it was it's another teacher but he hasn't been as active but i'll never forget and this is when I started to, like, the tech shit was a bit off. Like, when me and my mother were supposed to go come up to Buffalo, um, um, she tried to buy the, the Greyhound ticket the night of, which is not a very smart thing to do. And, mm-hmm. and on, as I was, this, this whole thing messed up, it was just, like, um, 
I was just sitting there and he texted me randomly. It was like one o'clock in the morning. He was just like sending love to you. I hope everything's all right. And I was just like, well, ticket messed up. And then he was like, what do you mean? He was like, something happened with the whole bus and all. And this, this is a white dude, by the way. And mm-hmm. this, this guy would always be there. I guess this also ties back to, you know, um, the question of why me going to school. It was like, um, like school, again, school was an escape for me from all the shit that I dealt with. Like even that article, the article I showed you about, you know, that raid happening, like when we celebrated on your birthday, like, you know, that was, that was shit where it was like, you know, I was never joking about that, you know, like that was, that was my reality there, you know, that was like, it was, it was a, it was a feeling of, you know, when you 12, 13, you don't, you don't feel safe at home, you know, you feel like some shit might happen cops might pull up and things like that like again if you think i'm lying i have our i have an article that very much prove you wrong if you think i'm lying about this but it's like mm-hmm. you know with like all of this happening people coming in out of jail you know weapons and shit it's like, like drugs and all that other shit it's like i used to just stay with this other teacher and just when i was 17 my junior year I used to just sit there in his room after class for like three hours, just talking to him about shit from when I was, when I was the great candy seller, when I was my great candy seller phase at that time to just like, you know, <laughs> just like, you know, what's the next steps, what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And just like, how the hell is, like, um, I guess, is life really like this, you know? Like, is, is this how everybody's supposed to live? And of course I learned not by coming up here which leads to the other professor when he was talking to me about this he would always be like if you need somebody to crash if you need to get away i'm always here for you and oh man oh man he 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 showed it tonight um i he was like is there if there's anything i can do let me know and i joked with him i was like well if you can drive me to buffalo that'd be amazing (laughs) this man said i can get to your house by 10 and i'm like you're fucking lying and i told my mother i was like yo like I, I got a ride up there and then I, we went back home went to sleep lo and behold 9.50 I got a call he was like where's your bills and I'm like this man is not down there and then lo and behold I see a little blue rental car pull up and he pulls out I'm like you you cannot be serious so like at that point I was like well there's something there's gotta be something about me for a for a man to be to want to drive 12 hours round trip to get me to college and get my mother back I'm like there has to be there's, there's something going on there, 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 I, <laughs> I have to be different in some way shape or form which leads to me mm-hmm. getting there which is why I, whenever I talk about myself I talk about it and it's like what other people say about me not me gotta stay humble but when I got there it was it was weird it was different I got in my room I unpacked and everything had to do like this little orientation shit and yeah, one of the guys, one of the RAs was like, you look tired. And I told him my thing. And then he was like, yo, you good. Like, you don't even got to do this. He was like, he literally was like, you don't even got to do this shit, bro. Go, go to your room and sleep. So <laughs> I went there and I get to the thing. My, then the doors open and I'm just like, what, what, what is this madness? Why is the front, why is the front door open? And cause I would always like my first week or two, I would lock the door, I would lock my door. And then I realized like, that's not something I have to worry about anymore. You know, I don't have to lock everything. I don't have to think like somebody's gonna take my shit or somebody's gonna like break into the house or anything like that. Like it was, it was, it was a weird feeling safe, if that makes sense. 
like yeah no of course because like the anxiety of like being rated and everything yeah, like that like, that... it's like oh it's like, it's like well what the fuck is going on you know so it's like and i remember i was i laid down in my bed and i saw people like jogging like out in the street at like at like midnight and i'm like what is this like when when does this when what, what was this lifestyle i've never i've never heard of this before and mm-hmm. as I as I progressed, it was because like you know people were friendly, people wanted to help you. This then the third, you know, people were there for you. And I was just like, what the, f-? like what is what is this madness? You know, like this is this is not this is not what I learned. This is not this is not this ain't right. So it was just like that was like a it was a weird adjustment. Like schooling was never a problem. I, I think currently I have like a three point four. By the end of my my career, because I know I'm shit into like a 4.0 this semester. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like wow, like I I learned that there was a different way to live up here. You know, I learned that that mm-hmm. that that iconic quote, "Oh, you're acting white," isn't isn't really that bad. You know, because it's like these people, of course, they be on some weird shit. Shout out to my white people, but <laughs> they do be on some. But it's like you know they're chill up here you know they don't it's nothing crazy of course there's the bad side of buffalo but you know it's like for the most part like this little cul-de-sac is like you know it's peace and that's something i ain't and that's something i ain't knew existed mm-hmm. Oof, I had a brief Oof. <laughs> yeah yeah I was just, I was just oh, waiting for you to keep going. It was just like, I'm good on that segment. For now, oh, I think. Oh, all right, all right. Think, no I problem. I don't, I don't, I don't, what was the question originally? <laughs> it, it's fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, did you, because I know you're like a, a self-made entrepreneur, because you always so can be. <laughs> did you ever want to like stop going to school and just like start your own business and anything? You know, I got that joke so many times. In fucking high school, man. Like, yo, I was. I'm gonna I'm I'm tell everybody this right now. I was a problem. <laughs> it was like, I'll never forget when um <laughs> when when I started doing it. It was really slow, as of course every business is. But after a while, it became like the school, the schools. Excuse me, schools, because there was a couple of schools in the building. It was like, yo. I didn't even have a name no more. My name was Candyman by my by like halfway through my junior year and senior year. I got people to I got people mm-hmm. to confirm it. But it was like I never knew it would get this big on how it did. And there are two big examples about this and I'll always laugh about this. Um they some of the students learned my schedule. I have no clue how, but they learned my schedule. And two two I learned this in two ways. Number one one time, because I would always carry like this box around with me, I would never say anything. That's why, the, that's why like my staff and my school they didn't bother me because it's like one, I had all my credits, my grades were good. I didn't bother nobody. I literally just had the candy box and I walked around, and people people was like, "All right, I, I guess I, I guess we know what that's for," and then we just go like that. I wouldn't interrupt nobody. I wouldn't go into people's classes. It would be, "You come to where I am. I'm not coming to where you are." It was just like if I come to you, I'm not bringing the box, so anybody else can like attract it. Of course, it was you know having the money was good, but it was like I still had to pay respect to the people you know who's allowing me to do this. So I'm like, listen, 
I'm, mm. I'm not going I'm not going I'm not going to be a distraction to nobody. I'm just, just let me walk around, just do what I do. And I'll let people do that. Simple as that. And it's funny, I started mm-hmm. selling to the staff too, which became another funny thing. But <laughs> going on, it was these kids were knocking on the door and the lady was like the, the teacher was like, "Oh, do y'all need something?" They was like, "Yo, is Candyman in here?" And I'm like, "Oh my fucking god." And she just looked at me, and then I was like, I didn't, I didn't tell them I was here. And then that, that was hilarious. Another time was, I guess they found out like when my lunch period was, because when I came down, because I would always go to like my art teacher during lunch just to chill with him. He was a cool dude. And there was like 10 people by my locker. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to get jumped. I guess we're going to have to hold this. And then it was just like dollar bills waving around like this long ass hallway i'm like yo what is going on here i walked down the hallway and i made like 25 dollars i'm like what the f-? like how how did you how did you people figure this out and i was just like well i guess i guess i guess i'm in the promised land right now i guess i guess there's no and it's funny because other people would sell in there and then people would just be like you can't you can't you can't catch up you can't catch up to him and then it's like i would i would literally just let them like do it I'm like I'm not I'm not trying to knock nobody's nose open. It's just like yo, like I had a lot. I had I had two lockers. I had one locker with all the boxes I sold, and one locker with all of the bags that the boxes came from. Both of them were full. It was yo. It was I was a monster, man. I was a problem. I never. And then there was and then the biggest thing was the the principal made a fucking announcement on the loudspeaker that no one is allowed to sell candy no more. And I'm like I've done it. I have nothing left to prove. I've, I have, I have fucked, I have <laughs> fucked up the school economy. That's it. Of course they let me go. Of course they let me continue to do it because you know I was a cool, a good, I was a cool student. I, I literally did my mm-hmm. shit and went about it, which goes into like a, a fun tangent of just like you know people, people just like telling me how I guess how good of a person I am. Um, to like my senior year. While I was still, you know, being an entrepreneur and shit, um, my, one of my one of I guess the security guards, you want to call it, like for high school, like the the people who work with the school and just like make sure people in out of the holes and shit. You know what I'm talking about? If you remember, yeah. He, I was I was on because it was like a little a little boat we did, and I, I was sitting there, I was chilling, and he's on the top. He's like, Yo, Juwan, come up here, Mr. Garcia. Never forget. And tell me to come up to the gate and tells everybody to leave. And then he's like, "Yo, why? The, how the hell are you so focused?" And I was like, "Excuse me." And he was just like, "Yeah, like, how, like, I never seen a student who's been like, I just dead set as you've been. Like, you know, you just come in, you handle your business, you do what you got to do, you don't start no trouble, and you just, you just rock out, you know." And I'm just like, "Well, I come from trouble, and I don't want no trouble, you know." I, I always I always had like a per like once I found out like you know psychology and therapy was my like purpose I'm like yo I'm attack it I'll go for it you know and that was that was a big thing because you know as you know as a kid it was like fighting games was the shit but then it was like as now it's like yo that kind of like died out you know it's kind of like the this shit right now is like mm-hmm. that's that's where it's at and he was just talking to me just giving me praise just like yo like you like it's it's amazing what you're doing man. You don't, and he said this. He said you don't notice, but a lot of these, a lot of these cats in here look up to you, how you move and everything like that. And I'm just like, well, that's great, but I'm not moving for the sake of their approval. You know, I'm moving for the sake of making my life better, and that's always been the case. 
any any praise or recognition I get, that's great and all. But at the end of the day, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this to make sure I can fulfill my life purpose and give back to as much yeah. people as I humanly can before you know time runs out for me. So, so let me like let me ask you this. So like, did you feel that going to college was making your life better, or like you deciding to start like uh, 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 your own like? business like let's say social media marketing or something like that on um, repeat that at home like did you think that going to school was actually making your life better or starting like a business at home would have made your um, life better personally i felt like going to school because again like this is like the kid the candy money was fun and all it was it was a fun it was a fun yeah. time but it was like that's not like it's not something I wanted to like. That's not know, like that's, a full time job. Like, it was something. Yeah, like, I was working like, like I was doing what was it? My senior year, I had the candy, and I was I had another part time job. And then when we played Yu Gi Oh at the time, I would sell like cars from here to there. So I was always I was doing something all of the time. I was out of the house as yeah. often as I could be. And even after, for some for some people who hear this, will get what I'm saying. For when the Great Revolution came. Even I would, I would be in the library mm-hmm. just literally to not be home. Like I would be outside literally to not be home. Stay after school, literally. Yeah. Like the, the from like fifteen to now, which is a long time. It's the goal has been like anywhere but here. Just get me, get me away from here. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, I could, I could do this. I could be on the trains and do all this shit like that. But guess what? I'd still be there. And I'm like. That's not worth. That's not worth it. And hell, even in the summer, I usually even whatever job I get on the weekends, I just sell water, like on this little corner, and just literally not even for the money. It's just a chill ass thing to do. Literally, just sit outside for like three hours and make like forty dollars. It's like wow, like why not? You know. Um, but mm-hmm. it's just like whenever people tell me about like oh the nine to five shits, this that and the third, you you know what I'm talking about. The entrepreneur, the, the entrepreneur yeah. passes. Um, or the, or the pseudo ones. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yo, like, as I tell people, even with the candy thing, it's like, yo, like, it doesn't, it doesn't just immediately happen. Like, I wasn't immediately making like fifty six dollars every time I went to school. Like, I needed. It took months. It took me time to figure out what people wanted to buy and where I could get like the most for like the cheapest thing. Like, I, I put, I put effort into this shit. It wasn't just me like buying the box. It wasn't me buying the box of candy BJ's. Let me clarify this. That it was. There was a little factory who sold it wholesale, and I, would, I bought a big ass box from them, and I got rid of that. I sold that, and that's not what I wanted. All I wanted was the box, and what I did was I, I figured out what people always wanted to buy, which was it was Snickers, M Ms, Hershey's, Cookies and Cream. That shit was fucking crack for some reason, and Sour Patch Warmen. And if you have those four, you are destined for victory. And then it was just like any other random shit people would buy, and I would buy like whole cases of these things, like forty-eight, like the the store boxes, and I would sell it like that because I would make more money doing it like that. So it would be like I would re-up not on boxes of like the the the, the variety shit. It was boxes of the of the candy, and just like having that stacked up to the yeah. teeth. Like my locker was just like arm to the teeth with shit in there, and. It was just I made more money like that, and I made a, a, an investment on just like yo, like I can make more doing this. I just have to spend a little more to make more, and I'm like I'm more than happy with that. 
it was just like that's how it was it was the fourth mm-hmm. just like keep flipping this flipping this flipping this, flipping this. every box was like 20 15 dollars and it became more of just like i wasn't making money on what was in the box but it was more of like how many bo- big big boxes i got rid of and it's like whenever people bring that up to me it's like oh trust me trust and believe i am a entrepreneur do not do not even try to disrespect me like that i just and i learned this my damn self doing this it was like you need it's very it's very best for you to stick to like one main goal and just like attack it because it's like as you were telling me earlier which just like you know some of the episodes you didn't feel it was like it was a, it was a hit in the groove you know it was like it would be exactly. like i always feel like because i'm doing this now it's like you know i have like a podcast idea i want to do i have like a couple theories that of course we can talk about that later if that ever comes up um no you can um, talk about it now hold on this is the entrepreneur thing where it's on one question at a time but <laughs> it's like there's like all these other like other little projects i have like i have like two little like theories i've been writing about because i'm also a philosophy minor so i have like start like mm-hmm. the quota quote i always say like psychological fact backs up philosophical thought so it's like they just go hand in hand with each other like you get an idea and you got the science to back it up and it's like well you're basically untouchable um but it's like it's, it's goals um of just like you just having one thing instead of just like having like five things at a time because it's like you know they won't be they won't be the best product you know it will be like maybe Mm-hmm. maybe you'll get something out but it won't be as great or if it's just like yo this is the main thing which is you know getting my degree and it's like you you're attacking this you want to get this you want to do all this extra stuff to make yourself look as best as possible opposed of just like okay i look okay in this i look okay in this but it's like oh i'm doing this and the third and i'm showing it off which as you say with the social media influencer as you know like i don't i barely even post shit i post a couple stories and memes and go about my business because it's like yo i don't I don't want you to know I'm doing good. Well, not you specifically, you my boy, but it's like I'm saying like other people. Yeah. It's like I like I genuinely I don't care. Like if you feel like I'm doing good, I'm doing bad. That's on you. Like I know I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm at. I know I'm in a. I know I'm in good standing, and it's just like I'm 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 fine with it. You know, um, to, to jump back to what you were talking about with college, um. As I, as I make it sound a bit easy, um, it's been it's been rough. Not by school wise, but more of just like outside life. And as yeah, uh, I'm sorry. This 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 specific thing gets me a bit emotional every time. Um, I made dean's list three times, which is basically getting a three point three GPA for a semester. It was this one, which will be a four panel, hopefully last semester which i got like a 3.8 and a the first time i get it did i got a 3.6 it was the lowest but it was like the most important one to me because in this semester unfortunately my brother passed away not i don't think i think you probably met him like one time he was my stepbrother the bigger the bigger one i don't know if you ever met him or you yeah i probably don't remember but um it was i'll never i'll never forget this day because this shit this shit like put my life in the overdrive this was the summer that we worked in um aquarium together yeah like the this aquarium shit, this shit put me in overdrive yeah. i finished my classes i would always go to the gym after the classes and my mother sends me a text two words and that shit like it felt like a punch it felt like a punch to the stomach you know like air like air knocked out of you 
and I just sat in my room. I just sat in my room, mm-hmm. closed the door, and I was like, I told my roommates, like, yo, leave me alone for a bit. And I was just, I was just like, yo, like, did this? Told my girl and everything too. I was like, yo, like, did this, did this happen? Like, is this, is this real? And I remember, and it was, it hurt a little bit more because a few days before I came back from winter break, I saw him and we was just joking around, doing our regular shit. My girl met him. He was always talking about his pride in me. And I was like, you know, I'm make, I was like, I'm make Dean's for you this semester, you know? And you best believe I was not going, I was not going to fuck up after that happened. And when I got it, you know, it was real, it was like an emotional time for myself. It was just like, yo, like I, like I did it for my boy, you know, like going. And I, it's funny, I went, I went home for spring break one time. That's how determined I am for my shit. I've never, I've never left for spring break. I'm never going anywhere for spring break, but this is the only time I've left Buffalo for spring break two years ago because of that. And it was a, it hurt, it hurt. You know, seeing him, seeing him that last time, just like, like, I didn't even want to do shit down there, you know. I came down there to, you know, put my boy to rest. And, like, just, yeah. like, after that, I was like, yo, it's no more. It's no more games to be played. Like, it's, we didn't play, we didn't play, play off LeBron, you know. Like, it's, it's, it's no more, it's, we're not, <laughs> we're not fucking around no more. And, which led to, like, you know, the raid happened around this three-year span, and another big thing where it was just like you know what i know it's time for like me to like branch away from my family because <sighs> shout out to beans um <sighs> when he when he passed a month after credit card got taken under my name and i was like well we're not about to do this um turns out they said throwing air quotes for a very specific reason they said that it was for they said it was for um his passing you know his services and shit that was not the case it was for Mm -hmm. all types of shit that had nothing to do with his thing so i was like so what this eventually led to was a 1500 maxed out card and my credit going from 740 to 480 in about a year and a half which was a which which dog which is another thing that dogged me and plagued me for all of my for all of my time mm-hmm. all my for like that for like the last couple of years it was just like you know just like seeing your credit drop that far is basically just like you know seeing your life kind of fade away you know and it kind of felt like mm-hmm. I'm in college I'm about to get my degree I'm on dean's list and all of that hard work would just get like eradicated with that and. As I say, shout out to Beans, our friend Ramel, very, very good man. Um, we was talking one day in the summer, last summer, and I was like, yo, this car about to go in collections. And if anybody doesn't know, if, if something goes in the collections, it's, it's a bad, it's a bad time for your credit. Like, like for like five mm-hmm. seven plus years, your shit is, you are, you're in trouble. You're in the red zone for a long time. It's really hard to jump out of it. And he was just, he was like, yo, how much is it? I was like, 1500 And he was like, drop of a dime. He was like, I'll let you, I'll let you hold it. And I was like, excuse me? Like, I didn't ask, I didn't ask him. I was just <laughs> like, yo, I'm gonna try to figure this shit out. Try to, and he was like, no, like, come over, come over in a little bit. We're gonna talk about it. I told my girl, I'm like, wait, waited a little bit, came over in the night. 
and we talked about it and he was like yo you my boy I see like uh, it was you was my boy and you know I don't want you to I see how good you doing and I don't want you to to just get all that taken away and like in the swipe of a card he was like I don't give a fuck like cause I know I know how you are and I know you're gonna pay me back but that's not that's not what I care about what I care about is making sure you know you don't you don't you don't lose your progress you know cause that would've put me back a long time and when he did that you know that was kind of like you know well from the teacher and all the people you know riding on me it's like you know again it's like I was like there's something with me you know like there's some type of special that comes with me I don't know what it is but but for somebody again mm-hmm. to do something like that on the drop of a dime like no no hesitation no extra questions they were here handle your business I know you'll deal with it later you hit me give it back to me you give it back to me and you know it touched me and it also had me like I would look at my, my mother and I would just be like you max that out and you just let it sit there and it's funny because it's like if that would have never happened there's still no payments on it to this day and it's just like wow you would really just like let this happen you know and that's that's mm-hmm. uh, that's another great thing I learned while going to college it was just like you know sometimes sometimes your family is the people who want it worse for you you know and I'm not as I tell everybody it's like if you have a strong family life man great for you I'm so happy for you but I'm, I don't have the case it's like it's it's yeah basically you know that's held me down it's been my family you know that's watched over me make sure I've been alright and for that for them to do that and just like to be okay with just like you know possibly letting my future just go to waste it was like yo I, I'm not rocking with this no more like when I when I, as I, as the main goal right now is just like, you know, to move out. And I'm just like, yo, when I move out, that's, that's it, you know. I'm good. (laughs) 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 So like, oh, what's up? So like, um, my fault. So what did you want to do with your degree once you finally got your degree because we were talking about it a little bit earlier not like on the podcast yeah. like when we were talking and you said that you wanted to um, do like private practices for those who don't know there are there are two different ways you can get therapy there's um I guess you can say public and private public is basically where it's like it's in the clinical session it's um you get you pay it for Medicaid Medicare whatever you have it's more insured, but the the things with it is you'll always have something to do. You'll always have a you'll always have um clients and shit. But it's just like you're working on other people's time, or it's like you know you have a you have a deadline, you have a quota mm-hmm. that you have to meet, and it's like thing certain things happen if you make this quarter, if you don't. It depends on the place you're at, and it's like. It's it, it's salary based too, which is you always get what you're gonna get, which is good. But it's like it gets overwhelming at times because it's like you have to take like forty to sixty people cases at a time, and you would you would think hearing it, it's like oh you're talking to people for like forty five minutes to an hour a couple of times, it's easy, and then it's like then it's people who then it's those hard clients who don't want to talk, and you know it's those people who 
have like really heavy shit and those those people is just being hard for no reason there's those people who's repeating the same problems even though they know the answers you know we're opposed to private where it's like i guess you as we talked about the more entrepreneurial standpoint i guess where it's like you know you create you create your own like create your own spot you create your own clinic and you pay people the pays directly to you and it, it's usually like depending uh-huh. on how well you know like 100 150 a session was just like you know that 100 150 is directly to you not to worry not to anything else not to any other strengths unless it's insurance which is depends on if you want to take insurance or not but it's like it's really directly to you and you know the way a private practice works is if you make it work again where it's like you know you have to get the clients you have to keep up your clientele you have to build up your rapport you have to make it like yo like people want to come to you people want to spend money on you people want to trust their problems and their issues with you it's like that's that will lead to like having much more private practice is usually around like 100 100,000 150k a year if just you having the regular for you just because it's the money's directly to you of course there's you know expenses but you know keeping your building up and all that but it's like that one where it's like the big thing with between public and private is in private more often than not people want to change because it's like as as a, as our as our favorite joke with secret money <laughs> um it's like when you're spending your money it's different you know it's like now i really want to put the time and invest in and now i want to now i want to actually fix my problem where opposed to where it's like medicate and shit it's like all right well i can i can fuck around cuz i'll always have it and it's like that kind of puts a strain not only on the clients but like the um clinicians as well where it's just like there are people who are just wasting spots who actually want to get help but are just abusing it because they get it for free so it's like there's that so the the main goal was after i finished the bachelor's again it'll be from one of the three schools i have left to get pursue my thing in mental health counseling which is basically a therapist but that's just a degree for it um and then I would I would have to go to um public for a bit just to like get accustomed to like how it all works and and then after that after like one or two yeah. years I would transfer like private and then we would go from there and just like build up build up my business and build up my therapy business from there And that's like the main goal. There was also also when uh teaching was something I would never minded and I did enjoy research. Not as much as I do therapy, but having some having be able to do research always interested me a bit. So that's why I went to PhD cuz like PhD in psychology could be a teacher, you could be a researcher, you can do a couple things. So it's like the PhD is more like a later goal, which would just like lead to more money and profit, but like just if I if I ended with just like you know me having my own successful private practice making that much and just being able to give back I'm I'm more than happy with so that's that's kind of like the main goal with like my degree so like okay so like did you want to do that in the city or did you want to do that in like suburban areas um honestly that kind of that depends on where the cards fall I wouldn't mind the city but it's like you know it all depends mm. on supply supply and demand where who needs who needs what who needs it more where can i 
be able to get the most out of it, you know. So we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. I'm itching towards the city, but if it moved me somewhere else, I wouldn't be too mad about it. Like, would you be willing to go to like Los Angeles? <laughs> well, <laughs> paid well enough. Cause that's deep. <laughs> that's 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 deep, and that's that's popular. Mm-hmm. That'd be a oof. Well, we'll see if we'll see if my we'll see if my skills bring me to anything like that. That'd be a fun little experience to do. Okay, okay. How do you feel about people like, um, let's say, for example, like Gary V? Good old Gary V. That is my that guy. <laughs> um, the reason you know the reason I ask that is because like he's all about well. He's not like pushing oh, hustle culture, but like he's pushing people to like change, yeah. change yeah, their life, change, like become a business and things like man. that. And nothing wrong with it. Successful dude, good, aggressive dude. <laughs> but as I kind of like, the more I listen to him, I kind of like skip over it now. Because when I first learned him, I was still like, you know, getting the rope, learning the ropes and shit, like you know, entrepreneurship, and it's like. I remember making this joke with my friend, and it was just like, don't ever, like, whenever anybody like brings up things like, oh, did you read Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? I always bring up that Narnia meme. I'm like, don't talk to me about the book. I was there when it was written, boy. Like, I was doing, I was doing these shits, these tricks before the book was even made, boy. So please, please calm your, please calm your all a little bit. But, um, I feel like with him, it's kind of like it works. It just depends on the person. I feel like the more like. I guess, like, with me, like, the more honed in you're in, the more, like, you know, you know what you, you want to do, it's kind of like, it, it's kind of like a supplement, you know, where it's just like, all right, like, there's a, there's a tip mm-hmm. from a dude who made it, you know, there's some, there's some I can change around, but then there are other people where it's like, you know, they just, they, like, they live and die by this man's word, and it's just like, again, it's not as easy. It's not as easy as it seems. And I know he's brought it up a couple times, but more often than not, it's kind of just like, you know, fuck this, do this, you know, go about your business and you'll be fine. And then it's like, they don't tell mm-hmm. you, it's like most entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. they fall flat. Most of them, they don't they don't make it too far. Most of them, they really like, they put it all on the line and they put as much time as they can to, to go into it. And that's the thing where I feel like a lot of, of people who see him are like, all right, this shit is easy because it's like, yo, I saw, I got to meet Gary Vee, you know, he told me this, that, and third, and I'm gonna go start a business where, number one, it's probably a business you're not really passionate about, or number two, it's just like, you're doing it just because he said this, and it's like, oof, now, now I'm doing something I don't like, and now it just feels like a waste of time, and now you're minus... And now you have a business that's not successful, so it's like, so it's like, okay, well, what what, what happened there, you know? Um, so my thing, my thing with Gary Vee and all those people, especially like the Tylo business, some people like that too, where it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, I did this, mm-hmm. I did this, you can do it too, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I guess it's an extra line to it, where it's like, I did this, you can do it too. But it's not guaranteed you're gonna be successful. But I feel like in 
in a weird way, it's like yeah, but you just have to put in all the effort for it. Don't want to put the effort in, <laughs> which is kind of like sorry, that's which is kind of like the, the back and forth of it. It's like I'm not saying any of this stuff is wrong, but it's kind of just like people don't want to put in mm. the work. People want to do it for show, you know. Then it's just like when you got nothing to show for it, and it's just like oh, you were. Entrepreneur for a couple of months and then you fell flat. It's like, well, now look at you, stupid. Mm-hmm. So you were telling me earlier about um, like your I- other mm-hmm. ideas that you had for like, podcast episodes. Um, you want to talk yeah. a little bit about that? I was, I was. It's funny because I got this inspiration from you. <laughs> um comes full circle doesn't it um it was always as as i talked about like earlier at the beginning it was just like that people always gravitated towards me and people just like enjoyed like me talking which is i guess i don't know i don't know any other way i can say that it's just like i guess from my best my best friend she would always be like it's it's like the passion and just like way I guess I convey information it's like beans he was just like you know you have that voice of like a, a business professional it's like somebody you can trust and this is like I guess so I guess it was more of just like I always wanted to talk mm-hmm. about like, like you know again just talk just talk talk about what I talk about just like you know psychology philosophy interesting things it's <laughs> like all different types of like ways and perspectives because I always mm-hmm. always feel like the best way to be is just like open-minded just like always try to give like that's what my philosophy has always taught me it was just like you know always see it in different point of views you know one view is one view is right for you but it might not be right for somebody else you know it could be like and that's what i wanted to do just like you know like bring up random topics and of life and just like you know like toxic masculinity you know toxic families the psychology the better pros and cons you know like going to college or not like just like it's like shit like you know people will go through people just find interesting and stuff like i would usually like you know like i talk like i talk about like i always i always kind of like feel bad at times because it's like i would always tell her it was like i would like write like paragraphs of her just like you know i wouldn't like this this that and the third and there's so many ways you would talk about it and then it would just be like oh i'm sorry i'm talking too much and she's like no please talk she's like please talk more and I'm just like oh, okay, and then I was just like, well, I guess, mm-hmm. I guess there's that. Then there was um, that's one thing. Uh, it's something I do want to do, and I know I have the time, but again, it's like you know, I I have to go back to the city in two days. You know, I have like the plan for an apartment. I have to finish my degree, so it's like, it's not something that I put. I didn't forget. It's more of something where it's like you know, so, this got to get handled first before I can like. I can I can go to that path, you know. I can do like a little like exploration in that little field. And like you know, like as as we talked about earlier, like this shit is like this is a this is a big thing. This is a thing that's been plaguing me since you know we've met. So it's like when I like I know like when this mm-hmm. when this is done, like I can like so much weight will be off my shoulders and I'll be able to like move around so freely. And that's that's kind of like as people tell me like oh when when is it coming along I'm like I've been thinking about it but every time I think about it it's still like you know being in that being in that environment it's just like once I get out of that environment it's like it'll be something where it's like 
I wanted to get into another another I guess something I don't know I don't think I brought this up to you I had like a I had like a theory me and my own philosophy professor was talking was kind of like we were going back and forth and it kind of like giving like little like hints about like what I was trying to do it was a lot a, a great the big I guess like question is like know who your real friends are and and just like you know what makes a good friend group and all and I was and I would sit there and this shit is, this is weird as hell um I I used to have this dream I still do from time to time for like two years and it was just like me being with like this this group of people and we just like it was kind of like I guess like a few years in the future of just like you know I'm established you know I'm doing all of this stuff and it's like we're this group and we're just like giving back to the world mm-hmm. it's like like a superpower type stuff and it would be like but the thing was it was like I was the youngest of the group to kind of like reflect how we are you know but it was like we I was so trusting in there because yeah. like you know I had so much to give and so much to offer I guess kind of like a young prodigy I guess you want to say it like that then it was kind of like alright we're gonna mm-hmm. yep yes sir number one Fuck draft you. pick <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but it was like, and then it kind of came to a point with that was like, yo, we can teach you some stuff we know, and you can teach us some stuff that you know. And then I was like, I like, I like that idea. So the original, the, the theory behind it, the kind of, kind of like Team Twelve theory, um, I have like a whole write up of it. Basically, it's kind of like I have like a little like research and stuff around this, or some readings I've done. So there's a little bit of back up to this. But not as full as I would want to, you know, like to make it like an official thing. But it's a, it's something to think about. Um, basically, how I, how I seen, how I interpreted it, this dream, and my professor always said, like, don't, don't, he said, don't rush it, you know, just like you know, take your time with it, you know, let it, let it build. So it was, it would basically be like, it was twelve of you, eleven other people, one, one you in the middle, right? And it's like. With these other people, they all provide, I guess, like a skill or something you would like to learn. Let's say, like, you want to learn how to cook. You want to learn how to do this, that, and the third. Like, it, mm-hmm. does, it doesn't matter. Just like have like this many amount of people or like figures in your life that bring this around. That's ten. One thing I was learning this. They say like there's one person that everybody has that you know knows them really well and keeps them in check. And then you'll be like, that'll be the eleventh. And the twelfth person is you, like, because it's like you know, it's your it's your center field, it's your team around you. And it would be like each of these people around here, and it's like I guess you kind of say like prioritizing them because I forgot there's a I forgot the name of this like psychology fact. Um, Mere exposure. It's like the more you're around somebody, it's like the more you kind of like start to pick up their habits, you know. So how I thought about it was like, all right, let's yeah. say, let's say with you for example, your your um photography, not psychology, right? You know, just like being around you more, just like talking about like our our shit, would just like make me better at photography. Not as good as you, because you know you put in time and shit, you know. And same vice versa. Yeah, yeah, just like you know. Being able but to just having the conversations with me is gonna be like, mm-hmm. okay. Well, it's like now this dude knows. I know more about 
photography, this dude knows more about psychology, right? And then it goes around for like each person like that, for like a skill. And then it's like you as the as like the mutual factor, it doesn't all the friends don't have to know each other. That doesn't matter. But it's like it's like you're kinda like, I guess being like a middleman of it of just like you know you're giving this person this skill and like you're giving this person this one and it's like all of these like things you're learning and it's focused because it's like it's not all other types of shit it's like these are 11 things you're you specifically pointed out and you're specifically like looking for and you're specifically learning it from this person to like give it to another person kind of like just like spreading energy it was kind of like on kind of like how candles don't lose fire when they give each other fire so it's like if you look at it like yeah it's like somebody giving you a little bit of their fire to make your fire bigger and you're giving it to them give another one and then it's like you're doing this with this entire circle for like Mm -hmm. all the different skills that are added and it's like everybody in your certain in there is learning more you're learning more as your fire is getting bigger so is theirs so it's like it's this it's like ball of just like knowledge skills facts and this that and the third and it's like and it was there was an interesting point that i had of it where it was like it doesn't have to stick to one circle because it can be like it can be it can be like specific ones like let's say i want to be a better student then it'll be somebody who teach me how to study how to read this and the third all the skills that will come with being a student and the like the general the, the big thing you would want to do with this like whole like theory is like if you have one circle overlap with another so it's like these skills kind of like how your phases how you have different phases in life you know where it's like people from this group in this field help yeah of course shit that happened with this field and it's like an overlap of just like you know growth and development where it's like you know each i can get i'm getting equal amounts from like all of the people i know so it's kind of like i wouldn't say you're using your friends for like your benefit but it's more of just like you know you're actually Mm -hmm. getting to know your friends you know like you're getting to know like who the people who are around you and just be like yo like is this the type of energy you want and it would be it's kind of amazing when it's like if you look at it when it's just like you know you can connect all of these things together from past lives because you know everybody likes to forget the past but there's so many things to learn from it and gather from like past experiences past friends and just like keeping those things with you and then bringing it to other people and then just like again spreading it spreading that shit around to the point where it's like you, you get you get what I'm saying I know right? exactly I know exactly what you mean yeah no no I get it I get it like mm-hmm. like to me like the, I, I'm gonna just use me as an example cause I feel like I've done this so like me learning like photography yeah. videography and then me learning like audio for videography yeah. right got me into doing like podcasts and then like from there it got me into like oh one of my friends was like oh I'm making exactly. like a YouTube exactly. thing and I was like, oh, I know how to do that. I know how to do that. I know how to do that. Exactly. And then like it so made their fire better either, or bigger. I, I explained it either by candles or like sponges of just, you know, absorbing shit and spreading it out. And 
it was just like this is how I feel like mm-hmm. it's not like full full fighting. I still got research to do, but it's like I can only, I can I can send you this too, just like my notes of it. Of it's just like listen, like it's it's not the perfect idea because you know maybe not a lot of people have that many friends, but it's just like it's like having that much around you and just having this much like positive energy and shit of just like you know gaining gaining this learning this it just makes you like how more valuable as a person you know because it's valuable and interesting because it's like oh i know i know right i know i master in this but it's like yo you want to talk about this i can talk about this you i can teach you a little bit thing about this it's like or it's, it just it just keeps you just like on the move all the time. It's just like you know, your brain's always racing. It just makes you feel better. It's just like you know, it's not like oh, I'm not you're not learning it to just be like oh, I can do this or this and the third. It's just like you know, you have that in you. Now it's like not only you're doing better, but the people around you are doing better, and you have a good environment. It's proven by the way. Mm-hmm. Look again. So, so like. No, 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 you're absolutely right. But I wanted to ask you this mm-hmm. because, like, I tend to have political debates with people, and my thing is, yeah, when it comes to something I don't understand, I ask about it, right? And then when yeah. I ask about it, people sometimes give me good explanations, and then some people are just like, I, I just don't understand what you're saying. So, like, let me get like, I, I tend to like, uh, so what I do is. We're, like we also have we we have the same yeah. group of friends. Like um, when people talk politics, right? I like a certain politician. Yeah. Like this current campaign trail, I like Andrew mm. Yang. I felt like Andrew Yang spoke facts, and what I heard from like other Democrats or like mm. people from the left or whatever is just like extremism. Yeah. And I was just like, that's not what's gonna fix this. And like to me, it was just like. I heard like I heard Joe Biden talk, right? And I'm like, yo, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And like, whenever I have conversations about left and right with like other group of friends, it's just like I feel yeah. like I don't and gain a lot of lot knowledge. That's perfectly from that, fine. If you get what I'm saying? It's like that. That's another thing that kind of like is good for it. Where it's kind of like, I guess with the fire analogy, where it's just like you know, some people just don't have that much fire in them, and it's like it's nothing wrong with that. It's like again again not there was a I forgot there was a fact I learned it was mm-hmm. just like everybody believes they're above average but some aren't and that's okay that's just that's just how it is you know like some people just it's not meant for that and then it's like you learn at that point where it's like you don't gotta be I'm not saying don't be friends with the person but it's kind of just like well if you can't like really like get into like a a deep and middle ground conversation about this and we can't like learn to feed off each other like we're doing right now just like you know back and forth where it's just like no this is the right way and that's it and it's kind of like well number one do you really know what you're talking about and number two it's like well why are we talking about this if you feel your way is the only way you know where it's just because it's, it's like that's why I, and I tell right. people this all the time. I was like, I'll always tell you my opinion, but please ask me for it. Cause I just don't. I'm not gonna add it. And then it's just like, no, no, no. This, this is what we're supposed to do. Cause there's a, there's a term I actually learned in my philosophy class called fallibilism. It's basically, um, you're, you're looking for stuff to prove to show that you're wrong, so you can find new information. And that's kind of like a big thing with it. It's like, well. 
mm-hmm. I originally mainly with me going to college I originally thought like you know this was the right way to live and you know, this was this that a third but then it's like you go there and it's like well no you were wrong now there's a better way to live and then this kind of it becomes like a standard and then it's like you can either live by that standard and then just be like alright well I'm gonna stick with this I'm gonna be this way forever or you can be like okay maybe there's more to it maybe there's more to this field maybe there's more to this idea this theory and you look for shit look for new ways to be like all right there's new information this wasn't this isn't the be all end all and you were not wrong in this sense but it's like there's more to it you know you can keep you can keep going and that's kind of like the way i think about like this whole daring idea is like you keep going with fire you know where it's like this and this like these this essentialized ones where it's like you know they're yeah. bigger because it's interconnected then there are other ones where it's like you know they're little they're they're whatever there's stuff you you have there it's a good it's a good little link to it but then there's this other part where it's like you know this is this is where the juices come from this is where the real so the real good nitty-gritty is coming from and it's like that's okay where it's like you learn where it's like I guess it's like yeah. the, the linked ones are the ones where it's like, all right, these are the ones where it's like you can they can really take you far. And it's like there are friends where it's like, you know, they're the cool people. Cool people, you know, we can have a good conversation. Uh-huh. But then there are others where it's like, you know, those are the friends where it's like, yo, these are the ones that are pushing me to do better. These are the ones where it's like I'm really learning from them. They're really learning from me. We're really like collaborating and we're doing well together. We're really like sparking each other's fires up. And that's that's okay that's the point it's not you're not yeah. being mean to nobody it's not like you're you're fucking discriminating them or anything it's just like yo like I tried to pursue like a more deeper and more like I guess intimate you want to say kind of like relationship with you and it just didn't work out it might, it might work out for somebody else or somebody just might not want to have that deep of an understanding of things and that's okay and it's just like then you gotta ask yourself it's like well do you want that too? Do you want to kind of... Okay. So, so let me ask you this, because this is a, a, a question I would have for that. Is like, how do you stop being friends with someone who's not doing anything for themselves? And then at that, like, how how is it that... Like, is this, I feel like this sounds so fucked up, but like... I find myself in certain mm. situations where, like, I judge people who aren't doing anything. Yeah. And, like, it, it seems weird to me, at least. Because, mm. like, I have I have a, a lot of people who like to go out and drink. And to me, I'm just like, well, instead of spending yeah. that money that I'm going out mm. to drink, I can buy more audio equipment. Or I can buy this. Or, like... I yeah. can work on this instead of like going out to drink. Like I'm not saying it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. but like that's, when that's, that's all you really do like, is like really. And I guess like I guess the theory is kind of like the center point of it, where it's just like you know there'll be some fires where it's like they just die out. And I I never I never was on the type to just be like you know cut somebody off cold turkey because that's kind of like cutting an arm off like straight. And so like you got to deal with that right now. And especially depending on how long you know somebody might be a little bit harder but it's one of those mm-hmm. things where it's like what i've learned which is better for me it's just like it's kind of like a gradual process which is like you know you're talking to more and then it's like all right let's try to figure out a way where it's like you know let's, let's stop talking a little bit less you know let's stop hanging out with them a little bit less you know say cool with them same good good terms don't don't 
like be like you know fuck you this that or third unless it's a bad person then you can say that that's okay but it's like when it's like you know they're they're okay people they're good people it's just they're not they're not on them they're not their energy is not linking with yours you know that your path to life is not there well path i guess in a way is like moving forward or it's just like you know they want to stay stagnant and then it kind of just becomes like well do you want to like keep giving energy to that fire you just want to let it die out the point where it's like you know the candle's still there but like the link isn't you know it's like i know you you know we're cool people but it's like if you're like would you be one of the people where it's like you know i have this new idea or i want to do this in a third but i've been wanting to talk to you about it no but i like invite you to these things no because like you know your main way of fun is like you know going out to drink doing this down the third and it's just like wow it's like and I, I have a lot of people like that too it's just like you know like mm-hmm. try not try my best not to like judge and just kind of like be like analytical about it and it's just like it's like i don't like, i just don't want this energy around you know like like because it's like when you put them in like in that fire it's like you know that's like the people nearest yeah. to you. like those are the people it's like you know a lot of your a lot of your actions a lot of things you know based off them or coming from them that it's like do you really want like somebody where it's like you know their main way of having fun is just like drinking and all this other shit every damn weekend and it's like it's like nothing against you but mm-hmm. i don't like i don't want nothing to do with that you know i mean see that you you change up or we don't we don't have to be as we can be friends mm-hmm. it's gonna be more associates than anything because it's like that's not the life that's not the life i want to go about you know and that's not how i want that's not how i see more for myself I'm, you and me both it's just like mm-hmm. i don't want it to be like yo every time i want to do something it's like yo let's go out drinking and this time the third and for me at this point it's just like i haven't been doing a lot of shit because it's just like i'm so dead set on getting what i need to get done <coughs> excuse me but it's like listen i'll i'll sacrifice some time yeah some shit the entrepreneur people are not willing to do I'll sacrifice a little bit of time to have a better future no problem I won't go out for a couple of months if that means I can get to my apartment quicker if I can get better in my studies and my field quicker if I can make myself stand out quicker exercise the center I'll do that in RB no question but it's like you know yeah. those people who was just like you know they're they're just close-minded where I feel like those are people it's just like best to like stay away from because it's like it it just it just ends mm-hmm. like right there it just ends in like one spot and that's it it's just like they can't see other views they can't see other paths and it's kind of like well how can you expect to spread someone else's fire if they can't spread their own you know so it's like well I'm doing all this exactly. shit I'm trying to make things I'm trying to get you into some stuff and you don't want to do it so it's like well so why am I why am I here I don't I'm not saying this to be, I'm not trying to say this to be mean or anything but it's like y'all you're not moving forward I'm not moving I'm, excuse me I am moving I'm moving forward and why the, what makes you so special that I have to drag you and not bring mm-hmm. you along <laughs> exactly yo that's that's exactly how Damn. I feel. Alright, so we're gonna end it at that. <laughs> usually the usually at the end of these, I usually ask people like top five people who inspired you. Um, so uh, if you wanna 
<laughs> inspire, inspired. Top five people who inspired you. I know it's like on the spot, um, but like if you could give at least three and reasons why, it's perfect. Um, I go with my two teachers, Mr. Sharif and Mr. G. Um, they always, even to this day, you know, they always rock. They always rocked with me. Mm-hmm. They always believed in me from me being in high school and now. And they always watched over me. They always, they always gave. They always just like gave me insight and just like helped me out. And I guess. That they just my dudes, man. Like I love them, appreciate them so much. Um, three, I'm a, I guess it's, it's not one person, but it's it's all of y'all. As as again, you know, from y'all taking me in as the number one draft pick when I was 13, 12. I forgot, I forgot mm-hmm. how young I was, but you know that like y'all just literally <laughs> just showing me like all this other shit and like just literally just like allowing me to open up and just like be myself and figure out who myself who I am and. Again, going to college helped me figure that out myself too. Just being able to do that, it just it just like helped exponentially. Um, good for I would say my friend Nicole. Uh, she's from Britain, got like a pen pal. But she was another person where I kind of like met like a few years after meeting all y'all. It's just like she was, she's, she's just been my rock, and she's always just been there for me. She's always been like the first person to hear my ideas. We both went through like a lot of troubling times together, and we just like just always you just always be like my my first line you know and i guess fifth and final one would be my boy even though he's not here no more he was he was the one family member i had that i could talk to and i can always connect with him we would always joke around and you know with him not being there it's just like you know he just gives me more fuel to the fire and it just mm-hmm. like makes me want to um, so makes me want to do more you know just to him not it's weird him not being here makes me want to be here in the world more just like i guess for both of us and like those are those would be the ones where it's just like they um them five to 35 people i forgot how many more how many of us are there you know just like i try to get inspiration from everybody but i guess those are the center ones where it's like yeah they yeah y'all put me y'all put me on the map man y'all gave brother his options <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> Got you. Make a part two. I'll always be here. Right, so we're just going to end Thanks. it off on that, all right? <laughs> They're probably going to be a part two. Yeah, we even get all right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, don't worry about it. Oh, this was fun. I like this. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> take, take it easy. made it to the end and enjoyed don't forget to subscribe or follow to be updated when i post a new episode post a screenshot if you enjoyed the episode on instagram instagram page is chris double underscore talks or you can like the facebook page chris talks hope you guys enjoy see you next week